Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. Today, we're talking about the community of the Bethlehem Buddies ministry. And if you know anything about Bethlehem Church, you know that one of the ministries that makes our church so special and so unique, and one that we just absolutely love here, is the Bethlehem Buddies ministry. Bethlehem Buddies is a support ministry designed to fully include children and adults with special needs and their family members in our church. Bethlehem Buddies does this in so many ways, and here to tell us about that today is the director of Bethlehem Buddies, Nan Britt, along with Bethlehem Buddies coordinator, Hillary Hill, and Jennifer Avila, who is a Bethlehem Church member. She is a group leader. She is a mom of a beautiful daughter with special needs, and we are so excited and honored to have these ladies here on the podcast with us. And welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. And also, don't want to forget uh, Pastor Aaron Zachary. He's hanging out with us today, too, because we're talking specifically about groups. So, um, yeah, so we're going to jump into this conversation. The groups of Bethlehem Buddies and why it's such an important, the community there. Nan, you've spoken about Bethlehem Buddies here on the podcast before. Um, but just for our listeners that may maybe have never heard of Bethlehem Buddies, uh, tell us a little bit more about that, about yes. what, what Bethlehem Buddies is and the support that you okay. offer. Okay. Yes. And Angela, you gave a great description of Buddies already. And as you said, uh, we are a special needs ministry here at the church, and we do function more like a support ministry because mm -hmm. it's our goal to um, work with uh, babies, preschoolers, kids, teens, and adults with special needs to help them be involved in our church, feel included in our church, um, to worship alongside peers that are their same age. And so we do that by um, using our awesome team of buddy volunteers. Yep. And so at all of our campuses, we have Bethlehem Buddies team, which uh, when we greet families on Sundays, um, as we said, we want to help our kids through adult age um, be involved in the life of our church. Right. And mm -hmm. so our buddy volunteers are able to pair up with our kids and teens and adults and go into their classes with them um, to learn about the love of Jesus with that support of a buddy volunteer to um, interact and meet new friends and just be a part of the community of our church. Mm. So um, we're, because of that, we're a very individualized ministry because yeah. we know a 30 year old, a uh, man is going to want to get involved in our church in a lot of different ways than a five-year-old yeah. would in his kindergarten class. And so we like to uh, really individualize what families need. And uh, like we said, what makes them feel a part of the church, put their roots, you know, in into the life of our church and to contribute, to be able to feel like they can contribute to the body of Christ, you know, right. through Bethlehem. That's awesome. And we've seen some amazing growth mm -hmm. within the Bethlehem Buddies ministry mm -hmm. over the past year. Um, can you, do you know some of those numbers off the top I of your do. head? <laughs> you know, we have, we've, we've been at the church for about eight years, but yeah. um, we have definitely experienced really an explosion of growth in yeah. the last few years. And 
um, both in volunteers who are getting involved. Mm-hmm. And we, we've added 50 new volunteers in the last few months. Wow. And yeah. that's, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to serve with us. So cool. And uh, we need that because we do try to individualize, like we said, pair up one-on-one. And mm-hmm. so we're super grateful for volunteers in our church getting involved. And then we probably add, you know, five new families a month mm-hmm. um, at, mm-hmm. at Bethel, at 316 campus, at 211 and at Oconee campus. So right now we have over a hundred families involved wow. with Bethel and Buddies. Uh, we have about 30 adults Mm -hmm. Um, who are part of that age group that are involved and very involved in small groups, very involved with a weekday opportunity we we have called Dream Team where they can come back and serve at our church. And then we have um, about 80 families that are truly involved and utilize Bethlehem Buddies on Sunday morning so that parents can attend worship. That's awesome. And one of the things that I've heard you say, and it really is a part of our language here at Bethlehem Church, is that we, you know, we we want to do life together. We want to, you know, we exist so that we can uh, uh, lead people to new life in Christ, but also do it together in community with one another. So mm-hmm. I love that it's it's not enough to provide support for the sake of support, but uh, the point is to do life in community uh, and point them point people to Jesus and become more like Him. So talk about why, why it's so vital that these families um, and these children and adults with special needs, why it's so important to do community together. And feel free, anybody can jump into this one. Yes, you know, I'll share some observations and then definitely Jennifer has a Mm -hmm. a firsthand experience with that. Um, You know, it's it's a life, our families, their, you know, for example, their, their day, their daily routines look very different mm. than other people. Um, and it's, a, can really take its toll emotionally, physically, mm. uh, spiritually, mentally on our families. It's a very isolating, yeah. uh, life mm. that they live. Um, because oftentimes, um, you, you think about receiving a diagnosis and, uh, you know, having to grieve, what that looks like for the future of their child. And then Mm -hmm. I think always being on that search for, um, you know, providing what your child needs in the form of therapies and hospital visits caregivers, um, being their advocate at school. And and I think that it just is never ending for our families Mm -hmm. and they just live in a constant state of exhaustion. And so that's what I mean by when their life, their daily routines can look very different than, others. And so, um, the power of that is when they get in community with other people, then I would feel, and I would hope that it's just like very life-giving to them to know that someone else is understanding Mm -hmm. that journey, that unique journey that they're on and to share those burdens and some, for someone else to truly say, I know how you feel because many of us cannot Mm -hmm. say that. And so the power of community within special needs families um, that we hope to create and invite them into is just being on that journey together, which right. which is just very, very hard right. for our families. Right. It, uh, yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I remember when you approached us or you had offered services when we were just new to the church, mm-hmm. Nan, and um, you had made us aware, you saw Mariah uh, in a wheelchair, and you had made us aware that uh, you had this service, and I can remember just being totally 
put off by it. Mm -hmm. I was, Mm -hmm. I was very much uh, against it. Did not, the idea was very foreign to me. Um, Hmm. and that came, I believe now looking back from a place of having already gone through a big part of Mariah's journey in childhood cancer alone. We did not have a church home Yeah, and we were just raw and angry and really just isolated. And so I fast forward about a year, two years, maybe. And I can remember thinking while we're in the service with our daughter, I I remember thinking, man, I cannot, we can't concentrate. We're trying to meet her physical needs, taking care of what she needs. I'm constantly looking over to her to make sure she's okay. She's half engaged, half not. And somewhere in that process, I can remember reaching out to you saying, hey, can you help us out and get us someone? But it has to be on all these terms for me to feel good about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And you stepped up and God provided the absolute perfect person for us. And I can just say that that just blew open our world. We dabbed our toe in. We allowed ourselves to see what it looked like. And then before we know it, we have a huge family of Bethlehem Buddy volunteers and other families just literally fast forward to now Mm. that literally just are our welcoming crew and they love and embrace us every time we come to the church and it fills us up beyond your imagination. (laughs) Yeah, That is really cool. Mm -hmm. And so, and just, you know, seeing your family, as we talked about, fully integrated, fully included in this church. We've watched your daughter get baptized with your husband. Mm -hmm. Yes. um, And seeing her worship um, with, you know, from people helping her lift her hands. Yes. It's just this beautiful picture of what the church is supposed to be. And her buddy, Sarah, yes, um, has actually said to me and people that have been on the stage worshiping, looking at her, mm. um, how much that has caused their faith to be wow. deepened and just push through in times of hardship because they think, well, Mariah, you know, could do it. And so I know that she's not the only one that inspires people right, like that. Right. Um, and this is not a one way we give you and we take as the families, we take, take, take. This is a mm-hmm. two-sided mm. situation where the people that are volunteering get every bit as much mm-hmm. blessing, if not more, yeah. than the families. Um, and that's just how God works. Yeah. He he allows those volunteers to be our hands, our feet, those people that embrace us when we come to church, when we're, ha- when we're having a hard time. And, and in return, their faith as volunteers can be deepened mm-hmm. as they walk down this road. And it's not an easy road. It yeah. has to be, you have to be able to walk alongside people that are not okay. Always. Yeah. And still be okay with being not okay. Well, and I was going to say, you know, you're talking about the volunteers. You not only are a member here and a a family and a mother of a daughter with special needs, but you're also one of those volunteers now as a group leader. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. talk about that. Talk about the ways... Because you, I mean, this is just, I'm, you're blowing my mind right now. Just this beautiful picture of someone who was really kind of angry and yeah. resisted at first. And now you're leading a group yeah. for parents who are, were like that. Yeah. And in yeah. that same place. So talk about a little bit of that journey. Well, God really, really heals. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I have seen God do is, I was looking around, our family was looking around 
for God, for, for people to care. Mm-hmm. While we were going through our journey, we were looking around constantly for people that cared. It felt like we were so alone. Mm. Unseen. Unseen. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I say that all the time. Why can't anybody see what I used to say? Why didn't, why don't people see us? Mm-hmm. Why don't they see us? Mariah's bald. She can't walk now. We're, I just feel so alone. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was just mad at everybody because it felt like people didn't see us. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say this, there had to be a shift with me as a person to where I just took everyone in my world and the world of my family off the hook. I let them be <laughs> excused <laughs> from the burden of solving all of our problems. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I allowed God into our world And he started to meet those needs in us first. And then he came around with people and started meeting, meeting the needs with the people. And the healing has just been exponential from there. Mm. You get, you get, you get around people and you get around community and the shame and the alone, the pain of being alone just dissipates. Mm. And so you heal, like I've healed exponentially quickly since I've become involved. And so that caused me to want to give back once I've been able to come to the other side of things. Now I've, you know, even speak to Nan and how can I help give back when Mm. I'm able to parents that I see come in with the same insecurity that I did. And so whether that's volunteering or whether it's just being a small group leader Mm -hmm. and bringing uh, material that I know will meet needs of parents that are suffering Um, it's just been, I mean, man, what else can you do with something God has healed you from or given you Mm. than to give back to others? And that has been healing as well. That's beautiful. That, and that speaks to really the inward transformation of our lives being a living sacrifice that Pastor Jason is, is talking about now. So that's that inward transformation of our lives. Yes. So Pastor Aaron, you, you probably, I mean, you see this a lot in groups of, of stories like that. Do you, you know, do you yeah. want to jump in or add anything yeah. to what Jennifer was saying? Yeah. I remember, uh, Jennifer, you were in the new leader training too. And I think it was that time where it was a, it was a group of about maybe 14 new leaders that were jumping in and they were all sharing their stories. And we always do that when we jump into new leader training, we kind of get to hear the why behind why we lead. And mm-hmm. so in that is your story and everybody's sharing their story of, uh, of healing in some different kind of area of life. And, and, uh, all of a sudden it becomes this room where we're all leaders but we start ministering to one another in that room you know Mm -hmm. and i just thought that was so neat that that's that's the ministry of of reconciliation that god gives really to all believers uh that we would walk from our stories and then share uh just his goodness and kindness in uh in healing us and carrying us and journeying with us through different struggles of life so Mm -hmm. you know i see these groups that we're talking about here in the category of care groups yeah. And, uh, and I think that's probably the group that's the nearest and dearest to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in the world of, of recovery groups, um, marriage recovery groups, grief share, divorce care, yeah. um, and then parents groups, parents of, of uh, anyone who, any parent that has a child or a family member walking through any kind of life controlling, altering, or struggle yeah. in life. And, uh, and so those groups were just, are just such a blessing because it's this simple uh, thing that takes place in the environment of that kind of group where just telling your story and knowing that there are others with you uh, yes. that walk a similar place mm-hmm. and that you're not alone, it, it has really deep, profound effects on 
on how a person heals. It does. And I do have to interject. Uh, I joined a marriage small group by myself. My husband didn't join it this last semester. And that got a lot of giggles in the group. We were in um, the Bradford's Reengage. And uh, it was more of a convenience, in my opinion, a convenience uh, being a Wednesday night group. So I joined and I never expected. I mean, these are all just physical needs that were met. But Over the course of one semester, I had a car trouble that, Mm -hmm. unbeknownst to me, the next Sunday in church, a a couple in our group gave us a sum of money to go towards the car repair. Mm -hmm. We had a tree fall on our house, and a few weeks later, unbeknownst to me, one of my group participants came over and chopped up the tree, took it away cleaned it up and people came around us to see about the repairs. And then a few, uh, about a week or two later, we had, I threw my back out caring Mm. for my daughter Mm. and I really was not happy. I was upset. I was defeated. And my group girls, these girls who were in my, um, couples group insisted to come and help. I mean, to the point where they came over to my house with their children to help me lift my daughter Mm -hmm. and to speak truth Mm -hmm. to me when I was going down a dark path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so in the course of one semester, all of these physical needs, that is why we do groups. That is why we do groups. I mean, (laughs) you you need no other further explanation. I'm not saying every group's Mm going to provide that, but let's just say this. They Mm -hmm. offer you community. Yes. Yes. So well said. It makes me think of, you know, when we're talking about every person's life, is filled and busy Mm. um and then but we're talking about families Mm -hmm. with a child or an adult with special needs and how that is magnified 100 Mm -hmm. Mm percent your immediate thought and i i would think that people would go we i have no time to put anything else on my schedule i cannot and it is a commitment it is an effort uh to get back to a building get back Mm -hmm. to a group uh and, and but we know and what we're sharing here is that um, that can become the one thing that that you can't live without. Right. You yes. know that mm-hmm. that it's yes. It's so good. Your life is is maxed out uh, with so many needs. And Jennifer, you just sharing and and then you already have needs and then those unforeseen things pop mm-hmm. up that just throw us all off course mm-hmm. with right. broken down cars and mm-hmm. but a group. If you make it, and it's a courageous step mm-hmm. to to try out a group, mm-hmm. but when you do, it can become the thing that that you say we may not make it to anything else yeah. during mm-hmm. our week, but we've mm-hmm. got to get ourselves yes. to group because it becomes such a life giving source. Yeah. To to and that and that's what we pray for, and that's 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 mm-hmm. our hope of mm-hmm. uh, my my prayer, Hillary's prayer for for our families and our parents that, that we see that are so discouraged and, mm. and defeated, um, as you, as you, you use that word, Jennifer, yeah. um, to, to have life and mm-hmm. support coming from mm-hmm. a group, a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's actually a conversation that we've had on this podcast several times is the, yeah. when you're in a group, you're leading a group, uh, whether, whether you're in a group or leading a group, there is that, there's always that, oh, I don't know if I can add one more thing, or I don't know yeah. if I can take right. this on. But every time you do, it's just like you said, Nan, you said that so well, like it just, it ends up becoming the thing that you can't live without. So I just, I love that. Yeah. And I would say also like sometimes we don't jump into a group because you feel like maybe my struggles, and I would say particularly Mm -hmm. a care group, my struggles not to the place where I really need the help right now. Yeah. Or, you know, 
my struggle is with somebody else who has a struggle, such as if you're a parent and maybe a family member has a struggle or something like that. And some of the best advice that I was given was through uh, a parents group leader here who is also a counselor. And, uh, and over the years, he's always encouraged me to say that the best help for that parent who has a family member who's struggling is not for the family member who's struggling so much, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, for the, it's for the parent. Like it's mm-hmm. for the, it's for the caregiver. Yeah. Um, and, and having that encouragement to know that, uh, Hey, these decisions, these difficult decisions that I'm making, I'm not making these alone. Hey, this, uh, um, this season that I'm walking through, like I'm not walking through it alone. I have some other people to carry it with me. Absolutely. Yes. It's, uh, it's just, it, it does something to a person to have that in your life. And mm-hmm. if you don't have that, I think that's the very first step for a person to take mm. is community. Yeah. Hillary, you have, uh, you're the coordinator with a lot of the groups, with all of the groups. And so you, you do the coordinating for not only the groups for the families and the parents, but also the groups for the, for the buddies, Mm -hmm. for the the children and the adults with special needs. Is that right? Yes, Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about some cool stories, just your experience with that, that you get to be kind of hands-on with a lot of these groups and, uh, and yeah, just share, share your experience with us. I just think one of the coolest stories that I've had lately was, um, you know, our ministry was growing so much. Uh, we didn't have any, any little people with special needs per se quite yet. Um, but then we got a couple families, um, who had some down syndrome and, and the mothers were unsure of, of, of what to expect. And, Mm -hmm. you know, people tell you they may never do this. You don't have that, but then, uh, to have other families here and buddies who have children with down syndrome, who are going to school, who are working, who Mm -hmm. are being baptized. Mm -hmm. And just for that parent to get a chance to see, you know what, this is what my child can do. Mm-hmm. The sky is the limit. And so that is just so exciting cool. to be able to walk alongside that mom and say, no, it's going to be okay. And, and um, we're going to love on them. And it's, yeah. it, it's just, it's just so cool to yeah. have a chance to have the parents see further than just mm-hmm. that little baby. Right. You know, and just making it through the day. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes Nan, like you talked yeah. about the day to day can be so difficult. Uh, but then also kind of like they, it gives them a chance to kind of see further and be that's right. That. That's so true, Hillary, mm-hmm. because our mom's group on Sunday nights, that's there's a, the mom who leads that group has an adult mm-hmm. now, an adult son with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And Hillary's so right that it attracts so many younger moms mm-hmm. because they just look to this leader, like sh- show me the way and mm-hmm. tell me it's going to be okay. Uh, mm-hmm. having someone 20 years ahead of you. Um, and, and she's so right. We, we hear those stories and, and those moms definitely don't miss that group Yeah, uh, yeah. because they may have a two-year-old that's newly diagnosed mm. and mm. they don't, they are being told a lot of negative yeah. things yeah. and limitations. Right. And she's so right. The, the power of that group for those moms is Gives just hope. hope. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but someone who has walked that road and, mm-hmm. um, she, that leader always says, you know, we, we go there, we say how hard it is. We say how we feel mm-hmm. and we say this stinks, this is awful, mm-hmm. but we always end 
but God, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. bring it back to God's word because yeah. that's where their hope is. That's right. And I love that how she just lets, we go there. Yeah. We say, we call it what it is, yeah. that there's no sugarcoating our situation, but we don't stay there. Mm-hmm. We, we, mm-hmm. we end our group with, but this is what God says mm-hmm. about our situation. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, we also, uh, the, groups that Hillary's had major influence in is, is our adult group. Yes. We have a small group, buddies, small group for our adults, older teens and adults with special needs Mm -hmm. that, um, has huge momentum right now. They love it. Uh, they can't wait for when we have a break, they are counting down the days (laughs) when group is back. Yes. Um, and so Hillary, she, she always comes back with so many great stories of the community, the great community that's happening mm. in that group. Mm. Yes, those uh, those group of adults are so wonderful. And just thinking about Mariah and when she joined the group and, um, mm. you know, we always just pray for each other and love on each other. And um, they're just the best support groups, even for me. You know, I mean, they they'll be they're the first ones to text you to make sure yes. that you're doing well and that everything is going well. And, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and so I think one of my favorite stories was, and I, I don't know that Jennifer knows this is that it was, it was Mariah's 18th birthday mm-hmm. and everybody came to celebrate and we were so excited for her birthday. At the buddy's small group. Yeah. At the buddy's small mm-hmm. group. And mm-hmm. she was so, uh, she, she had something a little special saved for us. <laughs> And she's been working, Mariah had been working very hard at physical therapy. Mm. We've been praying for her. And that day on her birthday, um, with the help of her father, we got her out of the wheelchair and she took like her first step. Mm -hmm. And it was so empowering. Our group of adults were just so thrilled and could just really see how the Lord has, has really just answered prayers. Yeah. After Nan and I discussed it a few days later, she said, how, how is God that he works that out so that it happens in the community of the people yes. that celebrate her the most? Oh, yes. my goodness. And I couldn't have, I, I didn't even look at it that way, but it was, mm-hmm. it was perfect. It mm-hmm. was meant for those people mm-hmm. that come around her in community. It, yeah, it, it, every person in, in the, the room, prayed. it was just like, I can't think of someone that's really not here right wow. now. And for mm-hmm. all of us to get to witness. Yes, right. because was... that was the first time I met your mom and your dad. Right. They had come. I think Alex made dinner yes. for everybody. And just for them to, for your parents to see the community that wow. was behind Mariah right. was amazing. I don't think they knew. Well, and, and, and speaking on that, you know, they come from a, a generation, they're in their 70s, that they did not have ministries of this sort. Right. Uh, uh, people with special needs were put in the shadows. Yes. They were not welcomed in. They, they People didn't know what to do with or to help them. Yeah. And good grief, I'm so thankful. And I know it's only going to get better from here, that the future is going to be even more awesome but I am so thankful that we are living in this time because I couldn't imagine doing this life without the support of you all. Like just knowing that we can show up here on Sunday, whatever situation we're in. And you guys, you know, you don't have all the answers and you can't take it away, but you don't, you, you bear the burden with us. And there is something so cathartic to know that the people that are in our circle bear that burden with us. Yeah. And uh, when we're in the hospital, that they take note, they pray for us um, and just come around side of us. So there is, 
I could go on for days about how the blessings have come back. And those blessings don't just stay for the day. Yeah. They get drawn on for months after that. We mm-hmm. draw from that. We, we, that powers us through the hard times. And I'll say for those parents that, um, you know, you were talking about uh, school and how, you know, really special needs families are always being told what they can't do. The limitations. L- literally. Yeah. And we are literally walking through this right now in our own life. What our child can't do, what she won't do, what she her future will and won't look like. And that is so painful. Mm-hmm. And there's something so beautiful so incredibly touching and beautiful about coming here and having people come up to me and saying, your daughter lifted her hands in worship, Mm. you know, with the help of her buddy. And oh my gosh, I just see great things for her future. God has his hand on her in great ways. You don't hear that in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't hear anything, but people telling you their limitations. So what we've been able to garner from being a part of this church body is just that everything's possible. Mm-hmm. Everything is possible. Mm-hmm. God doesn't put a limit or a boundary on anybody. And that our kids with all the needs they have, I have to remind myself of this every day. They are literally the way God created them. He created them with no mistake. They are exactly how he meant for them to be. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's yeah. That's Psalm 139. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So those of uh, for for the listeners that are tuning in and they want to sign up for these groups, how do they do that? Now, yeah, just jump in and tell us how how if we're a family with um, children with special needs mm-hmm. or adults with special needs, mm-hmm. what do we do? Well, we make a big deal out of group signups, and so that's coming. Yeah, uh, we're in that season right now, and we're in group signups. Um, you know, you you can see it on the website. You can see it on your Bethlehem Church app. Uh, you can visit in the lobby. Uh, whether you're at the Bethlehem 316 campus, 211 or Oconee, um, you can walk right in the lobby, uh, even if you're in South Venue here. Yeah. And uh, talk to talk to talk to a leader at one of the tables. Ask mm-hmm. them about groups. Um, we make it all digital these days and super easy. Yeah. And so groups are basically semester based. Mm-hmm. So we will run this spring semester starting February the 19th uh, on into the second week of May. I think it's yeah. May, May the, the week of May the 14th. Yeah. And, uh, and so you can join a group that way. We try to make it super easy. We make a big deal about it. So yeah. we hopefully mm-hmm. you won't be able to miss it. And these groups are right along with all the groups mm-hmm. that we yes. have available. So yes. that's, that's awesome. Yes. Another way that uh, yeah. the buddies ministry yeah. is inclusive and, mm-hmm. and, you know, available to all. The yeah. Families. All of our care groups. I would say that we'd yes, say, we, absolutely. This is a part of the life of Bethlehem church. Yeah. You know, whether yes. it is a recovery group, grief share group, or a buddies group, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, another semester group. This yeah. is this is part of group life I at Bethlehem Church. And I'll just add to that that right now uh, for Sunday night groups, that's where we've focused um, our buddies adult group and a parent group, a mom's group, in addition to uh, many other small groups happening on campus. Uh, right now, our special needs focus groups are happening at the 316 campus. Mm, In the future, okay. we would love to have groups offered at Oconee and 211. But right now, our buddies focus groups are at 316 mm-hmm. campus on Sunday nights. And be, um, the reason is, is because we offer child, child care, care because we know that's yeah. a huge need. If we're inviting 
all of our parents to come. Well, for sure. Going back to that is not um, often mm -hmm. what our families have available to them as mm -hmm. babysitters and family to help. So we we do offer uh, buddy specific childcare on Sunday nights uh, for kids and and middle school age uh, to spend time in our buddy rooms with our volunteers. If they have siblings, we have childcare happening for siblings. And then if they are an older teen or, or an adult, then we invite them to hop into our buddies mm -hmm. adult small group that we've shared about. Um, yeah. One, a great, you know, encouragement to our families is that we do have special needs focused groups that might have topics or studies around those needs, the journey that they're walking through. But we've had many parents, moms and dads choose to hop into other groups happening on Sunday nights, mm. uh, which is awesome. And yeah. because I've had a lot of moms say before, you know, I think I need, I, I don't think I want to spend a lot of time talking about special needs. Right. I think I need a whole different conversation. Gotcha. And I said, that is so great. And yeah. that, you know, you need that right yeah. now. And so there are many groups on Sunday nights, um, and I, like I said, I'm saying Sunday nights because that's when we have our mm -hmm. child care offered for special needs and our adult group, uh, but we do want to encourage our families. Uh, many of them, like we all do, you come to church on Sundays and you drop your kids off and mm -hmm. you pick them up and then, and then you head out, yeah. and that doesn't put us into community and into right. getting to know some others, and so... Uh, we do want to encourage our families mm -hmm. that are already a part of Buddies yeah. to take that courageous step to to hop into a group yeah. um, because of all the the all blessings the God has yeah. has waiting for them. I love it. Well, so we've talked a lot about the community within the groups of Bethlehem Church. Let's shift gears just a little bit and talk about the community that we have that, that, is, that is really an outreach of the Buddies Ministry. Uh, what's, uh, we've got a really special event coming up. We do. Yeah. Yes. We what are all so excited. So Night to Shine yes. is uh, the event that Angela's talking about. It's coming up on February 10th. That's a Friday night. And it's an event actually sponsored by the Tim Tebow Foundation. And so it may be uh, something people are familiar with or if they're new to it. Uh, this will be our sixth year that our church mm -hmm. has participated in the event. And it is a prom uh, for people with special needs age eight, age 14 and older. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really a night of celebration to celebrate not only our guests who are coming, uh, but their family members. And um, we typically have over 200 guests, so 200 families wow. um, that participate on this night. And we have 600 volunteers who are a part of it from our community. So it, you're right. It's definitely a community celebration. Yeah. And it, and I love how it's really does connect well to this conversation because um, it's really a springboard for a lot of our teens and adults to come back mm -hmm. and be a part of our buddies small group. Um, right. I would say that's really how that's sometimes the first step in to mm -hmm. a lot of our adults with special needs, getting involved mm -hmm. with coming to small group after night to shine and then their families being able to invite them back. Wow. Um, they experience a small taste, hopefully of love and acceptance and celebration while they're here with us for night to shine. And then we get to invite them back 
to be a part of church and a part of small groups. I love that. And Jennifer, you said something so beautiful about Night to Shine and what that means for your family. Right. It is such a ministry of love and outpouring, as Nan so well put it. Um, It loves well on the parents. We Mm. get to pig out. We get massages (laughs) and we get... um, some door prizes. And so that's fun because it's a couple hours where we don't have to do the lifting and we don't have to do the entertaining just to mentally not have to entertain. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so much more than just a fun event for the, for the special needs participants. It's really something at, I think if you start to think about special needs people, especially in the adult population, um, they don't have a lot of things to look forward to. They get, special events, maybe a group here and there. And the in-between time is hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. It can be lonely and they find themselves, I know we do, looking for that connectivity. And honestly, what Night to Shine does for our family is just to give us a, I always say it like this, it fills up our joy bucket. It fills up our joy bucket so that we can power through the rest of the hard for the next couple of months because it's coming. The hard is always coming. Um, but the joy that we get from that event is overflowing, not just to our participant, but to the entire family and the entire family gets loved on. And just knowing your participant is having a good time takes the load off, but the parents get loved on mm-hmm. and the caregivers too. Mm-hmm. So it's just great all it's, the way it's around. It's good. And the, the volunteers, volunteers <laughs> the, yeah, the it's, members, it's that, the participants. It's the highlight of their year. Yes. You know, yeah. we'll have people. Uh, just share that with us. And so it is, it, 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 it's a celebration of God's love for people, their families, people with special needs. Yeah. It fills um, everybody's joy. It, it really does. <laughs> yes. It does. Yes, it does. We're <laughs> thankful true. for that. And so that's, like we said, that's happening February 10th. And so we do have signups going right still, now. Still going we, on. Yeah, it's still open for okay. both. If you're interested in volunteering as well as signing up uh, a guest and, you know, a family member, you do not have to attend our church. Mm-hmm. We, we, it is an event where we truly have uh, our, you know, community, Barrow, Walton, Oconee, Gwinnett. Um, and so, yes, usually until we fill up, which we try to just let it keep going, but really the end of January, as we head into February 1st, is typically when it starts to kind of reach a maximum guest level but uh so go ahead and get signed up it's uh, bethlehemchurch.us on the front page it night to shine is right there and it and it'll guide you through uh, getting registered yes and we will have all of the information we'll have the links for the sign up and the links for the group signups in the show notes of of this episode so all the information that you need to get involved will be right there so ladies i cannot thank you enough for your time. And I'm just, my joy bucket is filled just doing this episode. I, Jennifer, I think you, you, you coined a new phrase there. So, um, Pastor Aaron, thank you so much for always bringing your, your group wisdom on the, on this episode. And thank you ladies very much for joining us. Thank you for having us. And thank you as always to our Beyond Sunday listeners. We are so thankful for you. Thanks for tuning in. And we can't wait to hear from you and hear how this episode has ministered to you and blessed you. Uh, Feel free to email us at beyondsunday at bethlehemchurch.us. And we will see you next time.